Someone let the hag out of the bag, and you could cut the tension with a butter knife. What is in the chest that everyone seems to want? How will the hag react to her rude awakening? And for the love of Absalon, can someone get that woman a cup of coffee? Welcome to me, my spouse, and a die. Welcome to me, my spouse, and a die. I'm Gwyneth, your resident Asmar, Octavia Marguerite Sinclair. And I'm Austin, your resident dungeon master. Me, my spouse, and a die is a family-friendly actual play Dungeons and Dragons podcast, where we follow our hero, Octavia Marguerite Sinclair, through her adventures in the continent of Mawir, a land that has been ravaged by a war against monsters for 15 years. Well... We've got some exciting new developments mm-hmm. in this dungeon. I know. Things are finally coming to a head. Mm-hmm. So let's... So we are recording in our office. Ah! <laughs> and um, Austin has this, oh, has this big desk chair with a wide back and Frying Pan likes to sleep on it. So when we record, Frying Pan likes still likes to jump on the back of Austin's chair and sometimes crawls his climbs his way down Austin's front using his claws to, you know, canoodle on his lap type of thing. And it's adorable, but then it's also disruptive and he uses his claws to, you know, scale Austin like a mountain. Yeah. Into his flesh, which, hurts which is, you know, adorable, there, but... There are times when I'll just be, like, standing in our living room, and he will launch from the floor to, like, sit on our shoulder. Mm-hmm. The problem being that in order to get purchase on our shoulder, he has to, like, claw into my back. <laughs> yeah. Which, he has sharp little claws. Yeah. And it... <laughs> But I can't be mad too long because he's so adorable. Well, yeah, because he's just purring his head off when he does this and he, he headbutts you. Just if you're not paying attention to him, he'll jump on your shoulder, purring his head off and headbutt you until mm-hmm. you like snuggle him and give him scritches, which again, like how can how can you be mad at that? Because yeah. it's adorable. It's, it's hard. Yeah. So he's in my lap right now. Again, I'm hoping that I don't know if I'm hoping the mics are picking up the purrs or hoping that the mics aren't picking up the purrs just because it's distracting background noise. But he is uh, a little purr machine right now, mm-hmm. which gives a sharp contrast to what we're about to jump I into. Know, I know. Night and day right here. Uh, so as we distance ourselves from the little cute fur ball in my lap, uh, we find ourselves or you find yourself mm-hmm. back in this icy chamber gout of flame in the center of the room and a newly freed hag standing before you Mm -hmm. as i said she is extremely tall almost eight feet that's i don't think i quite realized she was that tall towering over you wrapped in thick furs and clothing with like a hood that's covering her uh, long white hair that's still flowing down the sides of it she's holding a big staff that's like a gnarled and knotted Ooh. chunk of wood with some carvings in it in one hand and her other you can see that her fingers are like unnaturally long and end in pointed claws Ooh. and she's looking right at you and she's just asked you I think we're both here for this chest mm-hmm. and what are we going to do about that well um, can I can I ask you what your name is, ma'am? Because C- we introduced ourselves, so... Mm, such propriety. Respect for your elders, I appreciate that. Oh, of course. My name is Brilda. Brilda. Those who know me in your lands call me Brilda the Terrible, but I think that's just rude. <laughs> well, I, c- I could see that it would, wouldn't be nice to be, be known... Buy something like that. And is this a humanoid? I mean, she's generally humanoid. I guess I'm just asking for the specifics of a spell. Roll a nature check. 17? 17. You know that hags typically fall under the fey category. Okay. So no. So... 
So it's just so for mechanical pur- purposes. She's not a humanoid. Okay. So charm person wouldn't work on her. If charm person is specifically for humanoid within range. Yeah. Okay. Unfortunately, it would not in this case. Okay. Good to know. Well, that changes some things then. Yes. <laughs> okay. Well, Brilda, um, I mean, I'd, I'd rather if we can come to an amicable understanding in this type of a situation. I think the understanding we need to come to is that this is my home. I have lived here for many years, and you are a trespasser. Although I am thankful to you for freeing me, I request that our meeting ends here. I will show you my gratitude by allowing you to leave alive, as few who enter this place have had the privilege of doing so. Seems like a win-win to me. Well, unfortunately, I I do believe that there is something here that we came for that, you you know, might not be yours necessarily, ma'am. I think it was here potentially when you moved in. Hmm. Yes, but squatters' rights and all that, no one else has laid claim to this place, and I have lived here for centuries. Well, if you've lived here for centuries, then you obviously don't care too much what's within the chest if it's still unopened. Oh, I care deeply about what is in this chest. I think you'll find that it is very secretive. The chest is secretive? Yes. Does it talk to you? In a manner of speaking... What does it say? That's I've never heard of that. It says, I'm very difficult to open. Wait, literally? No. Oh, okay. I mean, you never know. Magical things are... I haven't opened it because it's difficult to open. Oh, okay. This is okay. this is what I've tried to get at. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm a little dense. <sighs> sorry. Goodness. <laughs> Kids these days. <laughs> I'm on my phone too often. <laughs> well, we could try to open it with our powers combined... And share the spoils? (laughs) I think not. Well, I mean, again, not to continue pushing the issue, but you haven't been able to get it open, so... Carhoon says, Excuse me, Miss Brilla, do you mind if we have a sidebar really quickly? She says, Eh, make it fast. And he pulls you over to the side, if you're willing to. Mm -hmm. Yeah, of course, of course. I'm not a good negotiator. Are we trying to negotiate... With this hag? Well, I mean... Brilda the Terrible, I've heard that name before. Oh, really? Have I heard that name before? No. Okay. She was, uh, well, in hushed tones, almost as a a bedtime story for the children. She was said to enter into Elystria and take youths who are never seen again. Oh, my goodness. And based on everything our friends have told us... My question is, do we want to negotiate with something that is clearly very evil? I will follow your lead, but I just want you to be aware that there is no good in this thing. Yeah, I mean, I I don't doubt that, but I I mean, she looks really powerful, and I know that we've we've had some really long days. That that's more my thing. I don't know if we can take her. Do you think we can take her down? How are you feeling? Regardless of how I'm feeling, I know what it feels like to set something evil upon the world. And I don't know if I'm ready to do that again. So you think we should just jump her, do you think? I will leave the decision in your hands. Because I'm the DM and I don't want to make these decisions. But I just want you to be aware of all of the angles and be able to consider all of the possibilities. And I didn't... I, I mean, her name meant nothing to me, so hearing that, you know... She is a thing, like... Oh, look, our friend Lyle downstairs was a bit dense, but it seems like every year she'd round up yeah. a new batch and they'd mysteriously disappear. Exactly. Doesn't sound like a great creature. No, yeah, I've I've never thought that. I simply was trying to negotiate because she seems powerful. She does indeed. Um... I'm, I'm, I will follow your lead. If we can negotiate our way out of this and perhaps keep her from attaining 
the power inside, maybe that's enough of a win for us, but... I don't know. Well, if the thing that we're coming for is in that chest, and she hasn't been able to open it, that's one thing. But, I mean, if we open it, we're, we'd still have to fight her for it anyway, because she wants it, so if we get it open with our joint powers, like... She'd still, we'd still have to have some sort of altercation with her to get her hands off of it. And it, maybe she'd be able to wield it really quickly, whatever it is, wield it really quickly against us. This is true. Okay. So, I'll follow your lead. Alright, sounds good. And he backs back up. Okay, how far am I away from Brilda at this point? I, I don't know, you guys probably walked a few feet away. Okay. Octavia's gonna turn around... Are you finished? Yes, ma'am. And... Plotting my demise, are you? I apologize for the rudeness. Hmm. Make a deck save. What are you doing? Are you casting a spell? Yes. Well, not actually, no. Does it require verbal or somatic components that she would be able to see? No. Okay. That I know of. Eleven. Well, that's a fail. And as Octavia had finished saying, you know, I apologize for the rudeness emanating from her to Brilda and to the chest is a wave of lightning energy. And I know that mm-hmm. her. All right. For only five lightning damage rolled poorly on the 2d6. So you call upon the power of the belt mm-hmm. and summon magical rays of lightning down upon her. She gets electrocuted and some of her clothing starts to singe and she narrows her eyes and says, so I guess it's going to be like that. I was ready to let you walk out of here alive, but I guess that privilege is forfeit. And I'm going to need you to roll some initiative. All right! Woo! Let's do this. Octavia rolls a nine. Carhoon rolls a 13. All right. It is Brilda the Beer Hag's turn. The what hag? B H E U R. I think it's beer. pronounced like beer. Beer hag. Ooh. So she says, if that's the way it's going to go, I guess that's the way it's going to go. And she puts the staff by her side and sort of sits on it and oh it gosh. lifts into the air. Oh and my she gosh. Flying. Are you serious? She's a witch. Of course oh I'm serious. Oh my gosh. So she will be flying. Okay. She flies up about, we'll say 15 feet because okay. these ceilings are probably, you know, 30 ish. Uh, so she's a bit out of she's out of melee range for any of you, and so she flies directly up, and then she is going to make a wisdom saving throw. Octavia. Yes. Twenty-two. Twenty-two. Okay, uh, you pass as she attempts to cast a spell on you, but uh, you shake it off with your resolve, and are unaffected. It is Carhoon's turn, and then you will be next. Okay. So you said she she's 15 feet in the air? Yes. Can Carhoon climb on the rest of the ice to try to reach her? Sure, I'll say he can try. It's going to be slippery and kind of difficult to get good footing. Okay. He's going to try that, because that's his best thing that he can do. Okay, since it's more of a mound, I'm going to have him roll dexterity instead of strength to try to get good footing and not slip off, because okay. it's ice. 17. 17. Yeah, he manages to, to clamber up, so he's next-ish to okay. her. Okay, so he is going to, uh, you know, grip his gray axe and swing at her. Okay. 19 to hit. That's a hit. 11 slashing. All right. And he is going to... Swing again. 12 to hit. That's a miss. Okay. Garoon gets up, takes one swing, but is maybe a little bit off balance mm-hmm. from the ice and misses on the second. It comes to your turn. What do you do? Octavia is going to reach out her hand into this um, kind of close to the ceiling and shimmering in two spots next to this hag emerge, cawing from the Feywild to giant eagles. Okay. 
And I think that they can attack on their turn. And so I do not know the spell, so that is... I mean, they they obey my commands, and we've always had that they had the same initiative as me, so... Okay. All right. Each of them is going to make a multi-attack against the hag. And these uh, these eagles' names are Freedom and Liberty, by the way. Very nice. <laughs> All right. Freedom, uh, she is going to beak at this hag. All right. 21 to hit. That's a hit. All right. Seven piercing. Okay. And then she is going to make an additional attack with her talons... 12. I think that doesn't hit, right? Does not. All right. So Freedom just went. And Liberty, she's also going to go. And she's also going to make a multi-attack against the hag. Natural 12 for... What's that? 17 to hit. That's a hit. All right. Eight piercing damage. Eight piercing. And then she's also going to make a talent attack. Okay. Oh, another natural 12 for the 17? Mm-hmm. All right. 12 slashing. It comes back to... Oh, wait. As these beasts, these birds are haranguing this hag up in the air as a bonus action. You see Octavia grow big and her skin starts to get a bit leathery and her hair recedes into her into her hairline and her face gets elongated and her nose gets really big as she turns into a rhinoceros. Ooh, that's fun. We haven't been a rhinoceros before. Mm -hmm. So this is something new that I've been able to turn into since I've leveled up. Very nice. Okay, well now it comes back to Brilda the Hag's Mm -hmm. turn as you just went. So Brilda is going to fly 10 feet, well, backwards. Okay, so does she incur from freedom and liberty? Yes. Okay. 14 points, so 19 to hit, and a... That's a hit. That one will not hit. So one of them hits with their talons. 12 slashing. Okay, so Brilda flies back, takes one hit, and then she is going to... Oh, dear. Oh, we are kind of all in a... Oh, no. Oh, no. I am now large, BT dubs. Yeah, she's going to be able to get all of you, because you're all right there in a line. I need everyone to make dexterity... Sorry. Constitution saving throws. Okay. Even everyone. The birds that are in the air. Yes. They were only 15 feet up. Okay. Because they were next to her. That's true. That's true. Okay. So you said dex. Constitution. Constitution. All right. The two birds. A four and a ten. Totals. Those are failures. Yes. And then Octavia rolls a eleven. Fail. And Carhoon, 12. Fail. Okay. Everyone fails. Great, 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 great. As she unleashes a cone of coal. Oh my gosh. Oh, I hear so many dice rolling. It's a lot of dice. It's 8d8. 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 Oh my gosh. So this could be real bad. This could be really bad. Oh, there's an 8 in there. Let me do some math. Oh, geez. Everyone takes 31 points of cold damage. Both of the eagles immediately evaporate. That is what she was going for. Yep, yep. Okay, okay. Gotta tighten up that action economy. So she unleashes this cone of cold, catching everybody in it. The two eagles, freedom and liberty, unfortunately, caw into the sunset. (laughs) And fade. Maybe we will see them again someday. And you and Carhoon both take a beefy bout of cold damage from this spell. But she is done. And it is Carhoon's turn, who is standing on top of this ice. Oh, well, she would have incurred from him then as well. Hand off the chest piece. Yeah, I guess. Okay, so she's still high up in the air, right? Yeah. Okay. She She went a bit higher, probably, to get a better angle on the cone. So we'll say she's 20 feet up now. Okie dokie. He is going to swing his great axe back onto his back and pull out his longbow. Mm-hmm. Would he still be able to shoot this round? Um, He can drop the axe mm-hmm. and pull out the longbow and shoot. Okay. He'll drop it then. Which means the axe is now on the ground. And then it would just be free action to pick it up too. He's on top of a nice pillar. 
Well, can he use his move action to get onto the floor and then sure. drop it sure. at his, just at his feet? Yep. Okay, so he'll use his move, uh, you know, do a cool elf slide down the, sli- the side of this iceberg, Legolas style, and mm-hmm. land at the bottom, kind of drop the axe right at his feet, though, for easy picking up, and pull out his long bow. It's going to knock an arrow. 13? 13 is a miss. Okay. And he's going to knock one more Ooh, almost a natural 19, which would have been a crit for him, but a natural 18. That'll do. All right. That'll do. Oh, great. Two. Are you not? Three. Sorry. Does he not add anything? I rolled a one. It's a d8 plus two, so (laughs) minimum damage. All righty. So Carhoon drops his axe, slides down the ice, pulls out his bow, and fires two quick arrows. Not doing a ton, but a little bit. And it is now your turn. I am a rhinoceros. You are a rhinoceros, which isn't gonna help you a ton but it'll help you survive yeah that's kind of more what i was going for you also can't cast spells though as a rhinoceros very true which is unfortunate i don't have a bunch of spells that would um did we say that entangle had a reach up because it says that you have to cast it on the it says grasping weeds and vines sprout from the ground yeah i'm gonna i let it happen for the flame skull because it was just hovering Hovering, but for this it would since she's so tall okay And how far off the ground she is? 20, 20 feet. feet. Because I'm a large creature, do I ha- am I taller than... You are 10 by 10. 10 by 10 as opposed to 5 by 5. Yeah. Okay. So you could hit things 15 feet up, but not 20. Can I run up the iceberg and launch myself into the air? You like can ramp? try. I will let you try, because that sounds cool. <laughs> that sounds really cool. Okay. And we'll see if it works, though. Okay. So I take... Do you have the movement to do it? Oh yeah, I guess you're. I guess you're in front of it. Yeah, so. the yes. movement's forty feet, so five, ten, fifteen. Yeah, I would definitely have the movement. Okay, so you're gonna try to basically charge her going up this ramp. Okay, let's have you roll a dexterity <laughs> check. Okay, to climb up the ice, and then you will do a strength. To, well, we'll see. There are long jump rules, so I'll look those up while okay. we're rolling. So you said dex saving throw. Dex, dex check. Do a dex check to climb. 16. 16, yeah. Okay. I'll let that happen. So you huff and you puff and you stamp your foot on the ground as a giant rhino and you charge up this mound, which is kind of, I mean, it's like a mound. So Mm -hmm. it's kind of ramp shaped. I think that's cool. (laughs) And then 5e long jump rules. And I am bigger, so it's maybe easier, you know, than to travel just the 15 it means 15 feet jumping your yeah. strength determines how far you can jump and i'm sure rhinoceroses aren't strong I'm at all very weak <laughs> when you make a long jump you cover a number of feet up to your strength score if you had at least 10 feet on foot immediately before the jump which i'm sure you did i could have yeah i have enough speed for that so that was a so i cover a number of feet equal to my what is your strength score 21. 21. So you can cover 21 feet, mm-hmm. which is, if you're launching off the edge of it, that yeah. is that is just 20 feet. So this is, okay. All right. So <laughs> she casts this cone of cold, takes out your two eagles. <laughs> you have turned into a rhinoceros and your thick gray hide soaks up a lot of that damage, but you're still probably hurting pretty good. Carhoon's also not feeling great because he just took a, a big helping. He fires two arrows, slides down this mound, and you narrow your rhinoceros yeah. eyes. And I go, you know. <laughs> and you, like a bull charging at a matador, stomp your foot, and then you just thunder across this room. Somehow, with these giant rhinoceros toes, manage to climb up this ice and launch yourself 21 feet through the air. <laughs> Right at this hag who is standing or flying on her broom 20 feet off the ground. Are you trying to (laughs) impale her? Basically, I want to get her on the ground. So I'm actually going to... you're going to try to to, like tackle. I'm going to do a charge at her. Is that a thing? Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to make an attack roll. Okay. In the air. (laughs) But a 20 hit. Yes, a 20 will hit. Woo! Dog! Okay. Let me get some D8s here. You see 
just like <laughs> this <eyeballs>. surprise <laughs> in her eyes as this rhinoceros comes flinging through the air at her. Don't even need my spiritual wings to fly. Don't even need it. You're just boom. 24 bludgeoning damage. Ooh. And she has a rhino on her. Because you're... Oh, make a strength saving throw. 13. Fail. You yep. are now prone. All right. She goes crashing to the ground. So do I land on top of her? And does she take falling damage? Um, You have some momentum. So I'm going to say you're not landing on top of her. But, but we're you, against the wall. So you we both like... are going to land next to each other. You are going to take some... Well, first as a bonus action, I'm going to let go one of my spell slots. And I'm going to regain some HP. Okay. You both are going to take... One point of bludgeoning damage as you fall to the ground. Actually, it's 20 feet, so that would be two. So you take four total. And she literally, I mean, I am a large creature, so she doesn't even get, like, my foot landing on her as some of a... You just did a lot of damage, and you flew through the air as a rhinoceros, (laughs) so I feel like I've been pretty generous already, okay? (laughs) With the greatest of I I think I've been all all right. You're like Dumbo out there without the the feather. Yeah. Oh my god. Goodness. What but she a is turn. on the ground now. You are now on the ground. You're both prone. We're both prone. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. She's Louise. It is her turn. Surprised at that, actually. Let me make check real quick. Mm-hmm. She falls to the ground and uh, her staff goes skittering across the floor. <gasps> yes. Which is not great for her. Uh, that's really not great for her. Yes! Woo! So, okay. what she's going to do is she's going to stand up. Okay. We all and stand she's going to make. She is going to make a slam attack at you because she will have advantage because okay. you're prone. Okay. Going for a crit. Oh, yeah. She can crit, by the way. Because she has the a name, name yeah. and she is important. Yes. So she okay. could definitely crit. Oh, dear. That could be banned from Octavia. Yeah. But it'd be exciting to finally use one of our crits. It would be. It would be nice if it were on me and not on her. No. Okay, no sorry. crit, but that is a 17 total. Oh, uh, that definitely hits. All right. You take nine points of bludgeoning okay. and one point of cold. Okay. And then. Ah, oh, crud. This is not good. Because she can't cast anything without her staff, huh? Well, she can't cast much without her staff. I mean, she can cast without a focus or something? Yeah. I guess. Innate magical creature. Mm. Um, she does not want to be standing next to a rhinoceros anymore. Understandable. So... But did she use all her movement to get up? No, she used half her movement oh, to half, get up. Okay. So she's going to try to move away. I need to see if you can take opportunity attacks while you are lying down. Oh, yeah. Or if you have, like, disadvantage or something. That seems fair. Yeah. The prone condition. Oh, I don't have... I just have disadvantage on attack rolls. Oh, is that what prone does? Mm-hmm. Okay. Then, yeah, she's going to hopefully eke out of there uh, with you getting disadvantage on, on that opportunity attack should you choose to make it. I do choose to take it. Okay. Natural 16. Natural 4. But I'm going to use one of my luck points to re-roll. That four. 17 to hit? That's just barely a hit. Yes! 19 slashing damage. Okay, that does a lot. She's looking not great as your horn just takes a chunk mm-hmm. out of her, like, ankle. Yeah, yeah. It's, I, like, move my head type of thing and whip it around and, like, tripper type of thing. And, you know, it's like if you're fumbling around in the dark and you don't see something right at your feet. Right. So she, she takes that hit but scrambles over and uh, grabs her staff, which skittered across the floor. Okay. Oh, so she she picks that up, and that is the end of her turn. So it comes to Carhoon, who's standing at the base of this ice thing with his bow out currently. And his so axe on the ground next to him. Is picking that thing up from the ground the same? Can he drop bow, pick up axe? Yeah, I really right need there? to look at these, uh, these rules specifically. Yeah. But, yeah. Okay. Thank you. So we'll he call drop. Dropping is a free action. And yeah. I feel like he can just like bend up. down and drop the bow and then just move slightly and pick up since it's red. It makes sense if, it, if he had dropped it into something or, yeah. or whatever. 
So he is going to pick up his gray axe from the ground and he is going to hustle over to her and he is going to swing at her with his axe. Nope, that will be a miss. That is an 11 and he is going to swing again. Natural 16. I assume that hits. Yes. It's a, you know, plus 8. 13 slashing damage. 13. Yeah, she's real not looking great. Okay. Not looking great. And it is your turn. Okay, Octavia, having these memories of flight in her rhinoceros mind, is going to charge at Brilda. And I'm going to make an attack with my horn. 20 to hit. 20 hits. All righty. Hot diggity dog. Oh my gosh, what do you think I rolled on these 48s? One, 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 and one. Two eights and two sixes. Ooh! So that is 33 bludgeoning damage. Also, make another strength saving throw, please. She doesn't need to. <laughs> because there is no strength left as your central <laughs> horn just like gores her right through the yes. center and goes clean through. And so, like, her face is right up in your rhino face, and you can see her eyes go real wide. And then just kind of everything goes limp. Oh, my gosh. And she slides off your horn to the frozen ground beneath. Oh, my goodness. That was sick. (laughs) That was super cool. Flying rhino. Yeah, who would have thunk? That was uh, that was pretty cool. Thank you. Well, thanks for you know indulging. And hey, we the dice let it happen as well. So goodness gracious. Oh my gosh. <laughs> that, yeah, that was pretty cool. That was really cool. <laughs> oh man. <sighs> Rhinos, no joke. Yeah, as, I mean they're 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 really cool. They're fun. All right, mm. so so you Carhoon is panting yeah, next to you. Yeah, uh, I don't know what his hit points are, but he took thirty some odd points of cold, and he surely can't be in great shape. He is not in great shape. Uh, how how far is your rhino down? How many hit points does a rhino have? Forty five. Wow. So I mean, it actually has fewer than Octavia as a person. Right, but that's still. But also twenty one strength. Forty five extra hit points. Is yeah. No, thing to sneeze at. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So what is the status of the chest at this point? Well, there's still this giant gout of flame spewing out of the floor, which, you know, didn't actually come into the fight. I was wondering if somebody would get thrown into it. That would have been cool. That would have been a good idea, but... You handled her well. I honestly wasn't sure. After that cone of cold, I was like... I was like yeah, yeah if she had survived to get another one of those off somebody would have been in trouble yeah this w- would not have been pretty and neither of us like octavia is not doing well outside of being a rhino mm. so any carryover would not have been good yes but uh you ended it handily Oof. so the chest uh i mean this whole exchange or conversation took a few minutes right. and this fight took gosh like three rounds 18 yeah. seconds or so so it's still going to be a little bit, but progress is being made. And you think now between the two of you, you can probably chip away at it okay. uh, over the course of the next well, hour or so I'm and, also and a, to try to free it. You're yeah, also a, rhino, a 22, so I can, 21 strength rhinoceros. Yeah, so I just figured I can just like, <laughs> like gore at it just continuously with my horn. Yeah. Uh, so is that what you do? Yeah. Karun pats you on the nose, the bloody nose. Yeah. I'm probably pretty disgusting. Which is probably, you know, you're very gory. Yeah. <laughs> Rhinos yeah. are terrifying. Yeah, they are no joke. I watched a video, it was a YouTube video of, it was like a safari car that was trying oh, to no. wrangle in a rhino. Why or would like, you do that? Just try to like herd it somewhere oh, away guess, from Oh, maybe away some, from danger or something, something else. yeah. And so it was like driving oh, up and, you know, gosh. kind of being like, go this way, rhino. Yeah. The rhino got fed up with it oh, after a while. Oh my gosh. It was just tossing this car around <gasps> like it was nothing. It was insane. Were there people inside? Yeah, there was some driving the car. Oh. I think that person was okay, but I think they got like a concussion, but uh, all things considered, that's not too bad. Come out with a rhino encounter and only get a concussion, yeah. Rhinos are muscle. Yeah. That's it. It's crazy. I'm honestly surprised I'm not bigger than large, you know? I mean, most like beasts are 
I guess large. That's if you were a giant rhino, I don't know if those exist. I don't. I mean, I don't but think large I can things, turn into it quite yet. That's yeah, true. Ten feet long. Yeah, seems about right. I guess. I guess they are like smaller than elephants because I'm thinking of elephants. Yeah, they're elephants are definitely than bigger than like ten feet long. So yeah. man. But yeah, glad to pull that baby out for the first time. And it's Good nice it. because I can't turn into a flying creature, but I can still conjure flying creatures, yeah. which was very helpful because yes. you know, that's being up there in the air, I was like, how am I going to get to her? So it's a good thing that your those eagles, they fade back into the Feywild when mm-hmm. they die, right? Like yeah. it says so expressly. Yes. Yeah, because your hags have an ability called Maddening Feast, where they basically eat... <gasps> A oh recently deceased enemy, and everyone has to save against being frightened. Oh my gosh! Which is terrifying. That is terrifying. But since your eagles just yeah, fade they away, do melt back into the Feywild. There was no opportunity oh to do that. Oh my gosh! That would, I would. Terri- oh, yeah. Oc- well, Octavia would have also felt so guilt, like if they didn't, like to conjure these creatures, summon them to her aid, and then have them be eaten in front of her. Like that would talk about yeah. like a guilt trip. <laughs> like that would be awful. Pretty hardcore stuff. Oh. Oh. Okay. So. Oof. You, Rhino, stomp over after catching your breath mm-hmm. to this chest and start chip, 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 chipping away. Mm-hmm. And she'll kind of gesture to Carcoon to kind of like pick up that staff and just kind of rummage around her body as Octavia's chipping away because she does not have thumbs. Sure. Uh, Carcoon takes the staff and looks at it up and down. It's a staff, but it seems basically specific to her. her like you the two of you get no benefits from this okay. it seems linked intrinsically with mm-hmm. her mm-hmm. that makes sense aside from that she doesn't really have she's got some like skulls in a pouch Ugh. because hags <laughs> uh, but it doesn't seem like she had any use for money okay well it doesn't yeah. seem like she's ha- having any other magical items or or cash or okay Stuff like that. Uh, she's got some, you know, cloaks and winter clothing because she lives mm-hmm. in the cold. But aside okay. from that, yeah, no rings or necklaces or anything. No rings, maybe some or... like some knives or daggers or something. Mm-hmm. Nothing, Nothing out of the ordinary okay. that you would go, "Ooh, I should hang on to this." Okay, good to know. Good to know. All right. Well, again, we'll keep chipping away at that ice then around the chest. Yeah, with a twenty-one strength, how long do your beast wild shapes last? Three hours. Three hours. Yeah. Between you and Garoon with the uh, and his, hammer. his 20 strength. And his 20 strength. Well, he's almost as strong. I know. That's he's cool. almost as strong as Rhinoceros. I mean, almost. we have the same modifier of 21 and 20 is basically no difference in that regard. Yeah. So the two of you spend a little while chipping out uh, this box, and eventually you just get to the point where it's open, it's unencased enough where you can try to actually like pull it free okay out. is it it's not bolted to the ground it's it not just, bolted okay. to the ground it seems like it's free moving in fact you would probably get the sense that it was not initially supposed to be on this top oh, floor okay. it probably you know kept downstairs or somewhere yeah. yeah keep it secret keep it safe yeah so since the <laughs> the elephant in the room the uh, <laughs> hag has been dealt with you can take this relatively at your own pace and get the box uncovered so as you're pulling this box out of the ice and you're, you you finally get it free and you start sliding it away from mm-hmm. this magical thing uh you hear oh no a commotion like steps coming up the oh, stairs oh no lyle and oh no you see a large ice elemental walk out and he's like that dice game was okay but i got bored after a while oh no and then he looks around and he sees Brilled on the floor. He's like, What did you do to Mistress? Oh no. Octavia will unwild shape. What happened? What's. What are you. Oh. Oh. He's kind of freaked out as this rhinoceros turns into a person. And uh, Octavia's gonna come up to Lyle and be like, Lyle, it's okay. It's okay. Because. But. Uh. You are free to go now. You've been bored all this time, and now you can go. But did you kill her? We had a disagreement. And so you killed her? Well, she was going to attack us. It was kind of a one-of-us one type of situation. But... I wasn't supposed to let people in. It's... She really didn't treat you all that well. I think the that. other people I let well, in were trying to kill her, too. 
Well, um, it's okay because, you know. An icy tear runs down his cheek and falls and shatters on the floor. Um, can uh, Octavia will like pat him on the shoulder and be like, it's okay, it's okay, buddy, because you can go outside now. That whole world is your oyster and, you know, you can go discover things and see things and you can be nice to people like you've been nice to me and you don't have to just stay down here anymore. But what am I gonna do? You could hang out with us if you'd like. But you killed her. Or you can go off and adventure on your own. I've never been outside. I know. Is it, is it a little scary? Think about well, going out? you live out? in one place for a couple hundred years. You get comfortable, you know what I mean? I mean, you could also stay here if you'd like. What, what was your disagreement about? Our disagreement was about this box, actually. Because I need what's inside. And Rilda didn't want me to take it, and it's it's actually something that I need to have. And so there was a disagreement along those regards. I mean, she was trying to get into that for a long time. I mentioned that we could try to open it together, but she didn't really want to do that. She, she kind of wanted it just all for her, so... Well, didn't you want it all for you? Yeah, this is also true. But I was gonna, I would be fine with working with her, but it ended up being a kind of, she didn't really want to work with us. She wasn't the type who wanted to work with many people. She barely wanted to work with me. Yeah, from everything I've said, that does seem to be the case. I don't know what to do now. I mean, I think you could try going on out and seeing the sky. Meeting some other... You know, ice ice creatures and... Do you know any ice creatures I could meet? Unfortunately, I don't don't know very many. Again, you can hang out with us if you'd like. What are you guys going to go do? Well, we're going to try to open this box, so we'll be here for a little bit longer. Hmm. What about after that? Well, we're not 100% sure, but we're going to go back up to the surface and we're going to travel around a bit. We don't know where we're going quite yet, but you're more than welcome to come along once we figure that out. Hmm. I don't know. Maybe I need to... You can also think about it for a while, because we're going to be here for a bit getting the box open, so, you know, you can think about it, and we can talk a bit more, and whatever you feel comfortable with. I think I'm going to go back downstairs for a minute. Okay, that sounds good. Can we get you anything? Are you good? I think I just need to be alone for a little bit. Okay, sounds good. My entire worldview just shifted. Understandable. I have no purpose anymore. Well, I'm sure you'll find a new one. What if I don't? Well, you will. We can help you with that, too. Okay. So why don't you continue? I'm going to go think about my life and my decisions. Sounds good. We'll be be here. Everything's good. Everything's going to be okay. You're not going to kill me, are you? I mean, I don't want to. I've liked hanging out and chatting. That's not a no. I mean, are you going to attack us? I guess I also don't want to, but that's not a no. So I think that, I mean, because I don't, I don't want to hurt you or anything. And, but I mean, if you, I'm sure you're powerful with, you know, being who you are. So if. Oh, I'm super powerful. Watch this. And he just like (laughs) points an arm and fires a ray yeah. of ice and yeah. frost in one direction. Yeah. And then his other hand starts glowing and uh. just like little wisps of kind of like the, the ley line that you saw mm-hmm. just start floating around mm-hmm. it. And he's like, yeah, I mean, I got some cool tricks, I guess. That's probably why she wanted to keep me around for so long. So, I mean, I want I want you to do what you want to do and, and I don't want it, you to attack us and I don't want to hurt you because I mean, you were nice and, I, you know, I, I don't have any gripe against you. Roll a perception check. Okay. Can I also roll a persuasion check? Uh, 22 perception. So as you're having this conversation and as he shoots this blast of ice and then his other hand raises up and uh, some, uh, you know, these magical wisps float about it, it's almost like some of the runes on the chest start to react. Oh, Okay. And as I see this, I'll be like, Lyle, Lyle, hey, actually, 
I think this chest is reacting to you. <laughs> That's crazy talk. No, look, look at the look at the runes that just lit up. Now, what would a chest have to do with me? Why don't you? Can you hit it with some of your ice? I mean, I probably could. I got decent name. Well, let's give it a try. Think ice is gonna do it? I uh, mean, I think she could shoot ice out of her hands too. Well, I mean, you're from you're from this place, and you you have a different sort of innate magic. I think that maybe it's reacting to. I mean, oh, okay. He points a hand at the chest and shoots some ice at it. Uh, I mean, the ice hits it. The ice doesn't seem to do anything. It was reacting to him. So he like did ice on on the the one thing, mm-hmm. and then he had other magicy stuff on in his other, other. hand, yeah. and that's what. Okay, and so Octavia will see this and be like, "Well, um, you were doing some something kind of cool and glowy in your other hand. Uh, do you mind trying that again, close to the chest?" Oh, I can, I can give it a shot. And he picks up both his other hands, and they start to glow. And again, it looks like the the ley line mm-hmm. magic that you saw it sort of makes sense. It seems like he was born yeah. out of whatever arcane elemental powers were whisping around there. down mm-hmm. there. And he walks over to the chest, and they are all swirly-twirly around his hands, and he puts them out towards the chest. And yeah, some of the runes start to uh, glow and almost react (gasps) to this magical presence. And he's like, oh, wow, that's pretty cool. And look, you did that. That's, I mean, that was something I couldn't do. That's true, you couldn't. So... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> hey now. Scrub. <laughs> Filthy plebe. <laughs> Casual. Anyway. Does it... Uh, so... These runes are lighting up. Are they saying any... Like, can we read what they're saying? Like, the particular ones that are lighting up? Like, uh, You can't, but as he gets closer and the whole box starts to glow... Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, reaches down and and grabs like the lid of mm-hmm. it and these wisps of arcane color whirl around from his hands and encompass this box and you know whirl so and twirl cool. and start to almost make another one of those tornado like mm-hmm. things that you mm-hmm. saw in that icy room just a few episodes ago and he crouches down and starts exerting himself and after a minute you hear a little like and the lid lifts <gasps> off oh my gosh like, what do you look at that hey she's that's been trying am- to open this thing amazing. for years she could have just asked me well i mean <laughs> you're good for more than just sitting and keeping watch obviously okay, well, i wasn't very good at keeping watch anyway well, so well regardless look at that all right and so Octavian... Okay, I'm feeling better about myself see? now. Yeah. I mean, you did still kill the only person I've had any contact with for, like, a couple centuries, but hey! I mean, she wasn't particularly nice to you, so... Yeah, she was kind of a jerk. And not particularly nice to other people. Yeah. Uh, all those people that she brought down. Probably. Oh, you mean my friends? Well, I, I don't know if they wanted to be here. Well, why'd they come here, then? I don't know if they had a choice. They might have been brought here against their will. Because, I mean, if they were calling out for help or something. Oh. Yeah. So. Oh, yeah, that makes more sense. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. So it might have not have been the best situation. Why? Well, it looks like they got out eventually because I didn't see them anymore. Well, or something happened to them. Oh. Yeah. 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 Huh. Yeah. Ah, okay. Wow. I didn't pick up on that for a long time, huh? Well, I mean, sometimes our eyes only see what we want them to see, so it's... Okay. Now I really need to think about my life choices. Well, you've got some time. Yeah, I guess I do. Yeah. Well, why don't we see what's in here while we think about things? Oh, okay. He takes the lid off and sets it down next to the chest. Okay, and Octavia and Carhoon will hustle over. I'm sure we've been close to him this whole time. And we will look inside the chest. Inside the chest. So, the chest is maybe like 
two feet by three feet. Okay. That's pretty. Of, you know, like yeah. a trunk. Trunk. Size of like a Skyrim treasure chest. <laughs> ching, ching. Any sort of your traditional like giant stone <laughs> yeah, treasure chest. Yeah, yeah. With the lid off, you peer into it. And you might be expecting to see, you know, a chest with some treasure laid within or some artifact of great power or something. Instead, you see a set of stairs. What? Wait, what? <laughs> Wait, what? That lead very quickly and very steeply down into darkness. What? And we'll pick up there next week. What? Oh my gosh! What is going on? Oh my gosh! Mention Fresser! Shall I take us out, my love? Please do. Oh my goodness. Whew. If you like what you heard in the last hour or so, please rate, review, and subscribe to us on iTunes or whatever app you use to listen to our show. Uh, leaving a review is a really great way for us to reach more people with our story and reach more people with our game, so please do that. Also, if you want to tell your uh, any RPG group you're involved with about our show, um, tell your mom and your cat. And if you want to get in touch with us, we are active on social media on Twitter and Instagram, and our handle is at and a die podcast. Also, if you would like, we are still accepting submissions for critical fails and critical uh, successes. Hopefully, we will roll some in the next week or so, and hopefully Octavia will roll them and not somebody against her. Um, and so if you want to get involved with the show and leave your mark on Moir, please submit that either through our email address, me, my spouse, and die at gmail.com or on our website, me, my spouse, and I hope you all have enjoyed this, the show so far. We always love hearing um, everything you all have to say about it, and we will catch y'all next week.